Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies with William Fletcher. As usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I just want to say quickly, I do have a fan on. I hope that's not being picked up and not affecting my audio. Hopefully not. It should be fine. But this week, I am joined by another new guest who has who's never done this before. He's never been on the show. Mr. Ben Langford. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Um, and uh, th- this has been, to, to give you a peek behind the curtain, this has been delayed just a <laughs> little bit from when the initial plan was, um, because we live in completely different time zones, so that's just fun to, 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 to figure this out. <laughs> and for this week's episode, we are going to be looking at Chicken Run, uh, to tie into the release of Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. So we're probably going to talk about Chicken Run, but also Ardman as a as a studio. Yeah, Chicken Run. I rewatched it for the purposes of this, and I we're going to have incredibly different opinions, I think, on this film because uh, you because you wanted to do this episode, and you you seemed keen to, and I and I'm not. Well, I'm. It was it was partially positive. ironic. But yeah, I, I do I do quite enjoy Chicken Run, but I, I think we'll get to that. Yeah. So yeah, Chicken Run. I I had I think see the thing is I think I had seen I thought I had seen the film before, and I think I still have, but I don't know if I'd seen all of it before because I remember I was rewatching it, and I was like, okay, this is like I remember this stuff, and then it gets to a certain point, and I'm like, okay, I don't remember this stuff. So maybe I haven't sure. seen this one before. Um, See, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm the opposite. I have. Ne- I never watched it when I was younger. I never watched any Ardman stuff when I was younger. <clears throat> Sorry. And then a little over COVID, I like got into like watching the Wallace and Gromit shorts, watching um, Creature Comforts. Then I watched this for the first time, and I mm-hmm. greatly enjoyed it when I watched it back then. I don't know if that was just because I was looking for something cute and charming during COVID. Um, I rewatched mm-hmm. it. We were originally going to record on Saturday, and I definitely liked it a lot less. I don't know if it's one of those things where it just loses its charm on rewatch. Um, mm. But yeah, I definitely. I think the animation is obviously great. I think the yeah. humor is very well written. The story is kind of just the most generic, like kids' movie story ever. Which was I don't know how I forgot that, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it was very uninteresting. Chickens, yeah. Which on on the surface is quite clever, but mm. it does have a lot of the like typical because this is also a DreamWorks, right? It's DreamWorks and Armin. Uh, yes, this is one of the yeah, uh, co- yeah, collaboration between the two. It, it does feel okay, yeah, because it does feel very much en- engrossed with like the DreamWorks tropes and some of their more gross qualities of a DreamWorks movie. Yeah, so this was Ardman's first like feature film. Like they done. Walls of Gromit shorts, among you know they mm-hmm. don't they don't other things. This wasn't like the thing they did, but this what like I'm just looking at the list of Ardman productions on my Wikipedia page, and yeah, Chicken Run is the first feature, but they've been doing mm-hmm. TV shows back to the to the early seventies, um, and they're still you know making TV now. They've done short films back to the later nineteen seventies. You know they've done Walls of Gromit shorts before then, but yeah, Chicken Run was their first foray into doing mm-hmm. a feature film 
Um, they'd also yeah. done music videos as well and commercials. Yeah. This, this just is off the Wikipedia page. Yeah, but they'd done, you know, so that they had they had done a lot of stuff before they had made the leap to making feature films. And True. I'm not too familiar with a whole lot of their output. Like, so the ones I've seen, I've seen Chicken Run, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, Arthur Christmas, mm-hmm. and Shaun the Sheep movie. Those are the only ones I've seen. Um, I'm familiar with all the other ones. I've seen, you know, ads or I've seen like bits and pieces of them, or I'm just mm. like aware of them of what they are. Um, Have you seen the yeah. shorts, the Wallace and Gromis? Like, um, I've seen like the close shave and um... oh, maybe two of them. Wrong. I've seen wrong trousers. I've seen close shave. Oh yeah. Yeah, those are the two, the two like big ones. Yeah. Of what I have seen, I don't love Ardman. I don't have, sure. I don't have any real nostalgia to a lot of their stuff. Like, I watched the Shaun the Sheep TV show when I was a kid, but I, I hadn't seen any of the Waltz and Gromit stuff. Certainly, not that I can remember until fairly recently. You know, I, I had, I'd seen, I'd, I'd seen like clips of Flushed Away. I, you know, I, I, and I'd seen some of Chicken Run, but like, I got I don't think as a kid, I'd just seen, I don't know how I, I don't remember like the context, but I, I have no nostalgia connected to a lot of, of to anything they've made really. And I think, and I don't sure. want to say that's why people love it mm-hmm. because that, I think it's definitely a factor, but I, I think, yeah, there is an element to it of like, if it's a thing. This is Ardman's feels like one of those things that like if you grow up with it, you'll love it a lot more as an adult than if some yeah, you know, it's sort of like Goonies or something, you know, or, or like the film Hulk, Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you, like the you same grow, if you grow Yeah, exactly. You grow up watching it and you love it and you have a nostalgia for it when you're older. But if you show it to someone who who's never seen it and they're like twenty something, they might not like it as much because they're like, Oh, that's good, but it's it's not great you know and i think that's yeah part of it and and you know i i i have a lot of respect for stop motion and just for animation in general but for stop motion animation mm-hmm. especially because i've done stop motion animation stuff before it's a i mean it's a pain i don't like doing animations yes. it's not something i can ever see myself wanting to do because i'm like it is so time consuming and yeah, so, yeah, and I'm just like I did an animation course at at uni last year, and it oh, was, nice. and it was, and it was, it was simple. We just had to draw like a circle, bouncing like a ball bouncing, and that took mm-hmm. so much longer than it theoretically yeah. should because it's just a massive pain. So it's you know I I, I respect yeah. animation, but I do not have the patience to make animation like it's it's totally this it's yeah the same way too time consuming what's interesting i'm I'm looking at the sorry nothing drop um i'm looking at the production here and it says the um the like principal photography only took about a year and a half which i mean that's a long time but for stop motion i know like isle of dogs took like four years to animate so it is relatively quickly for that um yeah I mean, that's also, that's Wes Anderson making it, who's, like, gonna make yeah. it. That's, yeah, that's not a long time where they're making a new Wallace and Gromit film. And yep. they've been working yeah. on that at, for however many years. Like, they announced it back, like, two years ago now, and that 
maybe yeah and they're working on it still for yeah next year presumably yeah maybe, i don't know also worth noting that chicken run is the highest grossing stop motion film which is just a weird one to be the the mm. number one i think it's kind of niche overall stop motion like i feel like mm. people aren't art really like it but like i don't know when i was a kid i was very like turned off by it like it always kind of creeped me out like stuff like mm. chicken run and i feel like that's a big <laughs> thing with kids is like it's kind of just creepy but like when like now i love it like i love like nightmare for christmas and like i mean this is a very adult one but like anomalisa or like fantastic mr fox but mm. when i was a kid all those look terrifying so mm. maybe it's more a sentiment or i don't know because like it says it came out the same year as Shrek, i think right and that was obviously much more successful yeah honestly i think it's I, I respect stop motion animation a lot, but <clears throat> it, it's I, I have I was watching this watching the film and I was thinking, man, you've spent all this time and clearly put all this love and care into a film that I don't think is really worth that much time yeah. put into it because I I'm not a big fan of this film. Just to, to lay my cards mm-hmm. out, I don't I I don't yes yeah. I don't hate it, but it is just like this is not. It's not my thing, and I think it's it tries very hard to be funny, and I just don't. I don't find mm-hmm. it funny like at all, and that's I think a real stumbling like like, a real problem because it's, it's yeah, I, it's, very, I, it's clearly trying to be funny, but it just doesn't. Sure. There's a lot of like wit that I found very like um, charming in it, but it wasn't very much like a kind of a cute like like kind of the jokes coming through one year out the other like there were a lot of mm-hmm. lines I'm like oh like kind of like breathe through my nose kind of laughing i was consistently yeah. kind of entertained but i couldn't tell you a line or a joke from it after two days of wa- after watching it you know the the only the only line of it i can remember is the one about she's like oh i don't want to i don't want to be put in a pie i don't like gravy and I'm like okay what's well, not yeah like it, it's clearly written as a joke but it's like this isn't it's not funny enough yeah. I can tell, yeah. like, oh, this is meant to be a joke, but it just is not yeah, yeah. funny enough. This did get nominated for Golden Globe Best Motion Picture Comedy or Musical. So that's an oh, interesting. Goodness. Well, what else was nominated? <laughs> I, I that year? Oh, I'd, I'd have to yeah. check what was nominated that year. Yeah. I can go. That's, this is when. Yeah, I definitely did. do. Yeah. Mm. I agree that it's like. The humor isn't amazing. I guess I just found it more charming than I did funny. Like mm. I was consistently had like a, a smile watching it because it's just like cute and charming. And that's kind of the only the which I mean isn't great praise or something, you know. Where something like Shrek the next year, which I feel is much more well written. This feels very like bare bones with the humor and story. Which that is bad, mm. you know, like how you're saying with the stop motion, like it's the animation so like so much work went into it and knowing that it's all in service of a script that's not very doesn't seem to much care into it is kind of sad you know because i feel like most stop motion movies you feel like there's an extra care for the script because it's if you're going to spend that much time animating a story you want to make sure it's a good one Mm -hmm. and it does not seem to have the same care in the script Um, and the yeah the voice acting too which we can talk about is not was one of my bigger issues with it yeah so I've, i've looked up Yes, Chicken Run nominated Best Motion Picture Musical Comedy at the Globes, nominated alongside Almost Famous, Best in Show, Chocolate, 
and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, it's interesting seeing animation being recognised for, you know, best film type awards because you, you never we never see that yeah. now. Animation sure, is yeah. not not a thing in 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 any category besides like a best animated film and occasionally like score or something. Yeah. Um, well, even last year for stop motion, there was the Guillermo's Pinocchio movie, which yeah. like is much more. more yeah, and much more, much more care put into the story there than something like Chicken Run. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So yeah, you mentioned the voice acting. So yeah, Mel Gibson, the the, the known great guy. Yeah, it's uh, no controversies. No, he's he doesn't. He he's a big. He he's not does not have problems with anyone. Yeah. And I feel like this came out after some of his controversies, right? Or is this before? Yes, yeah. He was accused of homophobia after a December 1991 interview, so nearly 10 years before. And then all his major controversies. So then the next one was 2006. Okay. Um, Post Chicken Run. The two eras of his career. Post Chicken Run. Yeah, it was. So this was before he became. He was a, a controversial figure. You know, he'd done yeah. Braveheart, you know, Oscar winning Braveheart, you know, he'd done all the, he'd done Yeah, this is uh, this is before Passion of the Christ, but you know, this was when he was He was at the top of his game here. Yeah, this was you know, he was you know, still very well respected in the industry, I feel like. Um, yeah, this is the same um, year as What Women Want and The Patriot, which are both pretty big movies of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not I, I've seen Mel Gibson in like a couple things, but I'm not really blown away by guy. anything he does. I, I don't think yeah. he's. I don't really think he works in this part. Um, no, not at all. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. I don't know. There's meant to be a bit of a charm to the character that he's playing, and I don't think he <laughs> really brings that and i don't know if it's because no. i know what he's like <laughs> and that's part of the bit but it just didn't feel like he was even without like knowing that he's you know mel gibson um yeah. i just feel like there's like a, a nature to his voice that doesn't have a lot of charm to it so it doesn't really fit for this like lead character who's supposed to be kind of like kind of like a coolish but also sympathetic character like it just feels like i never really like bought into his kinder side that they tried bringing out of him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, and that's also to do with just the writing being very surface level. But yeah, and the, yeah, they just yeah the um, the whole sort of reconciliation moment where he like goes back to save them. I'm like that doesn't feel uh, particularly yeah, earned. And I think no, that's not a problem. It, it just and I think part of the problem is. Like, you know, the film's, like, less than 90 minutes long. You know, they've really got to just, mm-hmm. you know... But because of that... And I understand, like, stop-motion animation, it can't be, like, ridiculously long because it takes yeah you know, fucking years to make a 90-minute film, you know. But sure. it, it, it does feel like there is constraint with that runtime because they have to, like... Because they get to a certain point, they're like, oh, we've got to do this big moment where he comes back and, and saves the day or whatever. And it's like, it doesn't feel yeah. earned. And I think that's mm-hmm. a problem with, with 
not all stop motion animation mind but it feels like that with this film that the yeah emotional reconciliation does not feel justified or earned within the with what we get like what even is there that like makes him he sees like a poster or something like what is i've I've already like i don't even remember honestly yeah because he yeah he goes away and then i'm honestly can i'm Oh yeah, it's the billboard of the pies, right? Or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh fucking hell. Jesus Christ. That's just so lazy. Um and then there's there's also the It's whole just like a of, shitter lying thing. That's a that's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's and it's yeah, it's this whole sort of liar reveal story, which I'm not Yeah. Overdone. It's it's overdone and it's often never justified within the context of the story it's it's never like it's it's only there to be like to create conflict even though like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be there to create conflict the, the conflict could just be we need to do this thing and we don't you know yeah. figure out how to do this thing and we've got no one who is able to do it so we've got to work together to do this thing you know or, or there needs to be actual stakes for someone lying about something and Mm -hmm. doesn't have that he's just you know because he spends you know when we meet him trying to leave basically um yeah yeah it's a very common trope in dreamworks too yeah yeah and it just shit his movies no and it doesn't endear me to his character um no yeah he just comes off like a dick and it's quite fitting because it's not gibson but sure but i don't know what they're going for yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I think it's just sort of right. It's just sort of writing that doesn't work. Yeah, there's 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 lots of other people in this. Um, I've mm-hmm. got the cast list. So I, I I don't remember any of the characters' names. Um, I only remember Mel Gibson because it's Mel Gibson and he's the main guy. Um, yeah, Rocky or whatever. Yeah, there's. Is it Rocky or Rocco? Rocky. But there's yeah Julia Sawalha as Ginger, who I believe is the main chicken. Yeah, I just I, I I sort of as an overall point, I think the voice acting is all decent. It's it's nothing incredibly standout or amazing. Yeah, it is. It, it's fair. It's fairly functional. Mm-hmm. It, it it's not like oh this is amazing voice acting or anything it's just sort of oh here is you know just voice acting that gets the job done but it's not yeah anything i'm like this is yeah the you know in, in film and tv and video games even you know there are great vocal performances mm-hmm. where you really feel like these are tangible you know like real people and and you don't really get that that's just sort of my overall thoughts that's just my feelings on the film as a whole it is there it's it's not i don't i don't i don't hate the film i don't think it's even particularly bad it's just this is never a film that i'm like you don't have to watch it again it's fine you know and i can just sort of move on and be like i've ticked that off and that's it. You know, I don't, I don't need to watch mm-hmm. it again now. Yeah, no, and I think it, it's interesting how beloved this film is. Like, I... It, it It's not, like, a beloved... It's not considered... It's not, like, a... 
you know, a film that's incredibly well loved and, you know, it's not like a big film or anything, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, it's sort of broken sort of through, cause it, you know, it's a British film, but it's sort of broken through a bit, I feel like. Yeah. To get a sequel. Yeah. Uh, 23 years later. Yeah. And it's just weird that so many, that a lot of people really like this film, you know, we've, we've, you know, we're talking before got 97 percent on rotten tomatoes which is like mm-hmm. insane it's like that's ridiculously high for uh a, yeah and it has an ed8 like, on metacritic yeah that that yeah 97 and i just want to see how many reviews it's got 173 reviews but it's got an audience score of 65 percent but that's also interesting weird. That's also with um, two hundred fifty thousand reviews compared to one hundred seventy-three. Sure. So I guess it makes sense. But but like, still surprisingly low. Yeah, it's got a higher Rotten Tomato score than Shrek, for example. Hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, it's like it's a ridiculously high Rotten Tomatoes score, and, and you know, Rotten Tomatoes isn't like the be all and end all of. Sure. You know, but it is like that is insane. You know, it's higher than Wally, than Ratatouille. You know, it's higher than Lion King, Finding Nemo, Monster. Like it's it's just everything Pixar's made, bar like the first two Toy Stories. It's yeah, weird because I'd never. This has never been a film that I like. I've never. I don't think I've ever met anyone in person. Like no one I've ever talked to in person has ever talked about this film. Or anyone who does doesn't like adore it. Like you never meet anyone who calls it like top tier animated movies. Yeah, no. Like exactly. it always. Um, it's like a but I, grandma's DVD shelf kind of movie. Yeah, but I was looking at I was on Reddit and there's um, and if you just search up Chicken Run on Reddit, there's uh, mm-hmm. someone made a post called Chicken Run is such a fantastic film, um, and then they just talk about it and then they compare it to The Simpsons, which I find deeply offensive because it's the simpsons is infinitely better like it's, sure. it's it's the simpsons are like actually well was was peak simpsons is like actually funny and yeah it's, it's so they're comparing the humor of the simpsons yes yeah, so they say it reminds me of peak simpsons funny poignant and with tons of great show rape background jokes i can't think of any jokes in the film besides the one about not liking gravy yeah me neither the um the eighty eight on Metacritic is higher than Anatomy of a Fall, so Chicken Run more explained than Anatomy of a Fall on Metacritic. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned before it's the Great Escape, but with chickens, which I've never seen mm-hmm. the Great Escape. Actually, I should. Um, I actually haven't either. I've heard it's very good though, but yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah, it's just I'm, I'm yeah, so I'm looking up the voice cast, and there's like there's the. Well, there's the owner. There's the woman who owns the the chickens and is going to mm-hmm. kill them. And it, you know, it's the film's surprisingly dark. Yeah, like for what yeah, it, it is. is. You know, it's mm-hmm. a film about cooking. You know, about cooking chickens. You know, it's the main a, characters. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think that's and I'm I I do appreciate when an animated film like or a kid that's sort of aimed at a more family audience. Is sort of mm-hmm. okay with being a bit darker and being like, yeah, we're gonna deal with some some dark things. 
you know, mm-hmm. the whole plot of the film is literally, yeah, we're going to cook all these chickens and eat them. I'm like, okay, I like that. It's just, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it expands upon that. It's got yeah. some good ideas, but yeah, there's no expansion upon what the ideas are. And I find that yeah. very disappointing that there's potential for the film to be something, you know, just something yeah, for something good. And it just yeah, doesn't. it is kind of a one joke movie in a lot of ways. Yeah, like haha, they're chickens. That's crazy. <laughs> and and then just got, every variation yeah. of that joke. Yeah, and then oh, they've got teeth. Like, yeah, oh, but, but, but they're like, and yeah, it's um, yeah, the film really just I there's not that much I really have in terms of the film. I think um, I'm trying to think of what like yeah, honestly, probably my favorite part is the animation. Like, it's a incredible Definitely. looking film. You know, I I don't think I've yeah. ever seen stop motion animation and not thought, oh, this is just the best thing. You know, and. You know, I'm not. I you know, I'm not saying. I don't know. Do I? So I'm trying to think if it's like my favorite style of animation because I do really love good 2D animation and 3D animation. Obviously, you know, especially with what yeah. 3D animation can be. Like we've seen with Spider Verse mm. and Puss in Boots and you know Ninja Turtles. Like we can see what 3D animation is capable of. Um, yeah, or even like peak, peak Pixar stuff, like Wall-E. Yeah, exactly. The best of Pixar, you know, and and it's but and you know stop motion. You only see like one of those every couple of years for, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, I, I can't think of a film I've ever seen and not thought it. I've always been like, that's great. That looks good. You know, regardless of my feelings yeah. on the film, it always looks great. Um, you know. Yeah, the film really just... I, I do appreciate, though, that the film is, like, less than 90 minutes. You know, it it, it does kind of know what it is, I think. it mm-hmm. The film really feels like it's um it's aware it doesn't have that much going, like, to do with... Like, it, it sort of... Yeah, it, it feels like they're aware of, like, how sort of little plot there is, and they don't... You kind of sit there watching it, and you're like, oh, is this... Yeah, you sort of watch and you're like, okay, there's, you know, all these things. And, you know, they sort of, yeah, all these sorts of things sort of happen. And they, yeah. And so we see there's various moments of the film where they're, like, going to us, you know, trying, you know, we see sort of various points where they um, try to escape. And Mm -hmm. they... but I think, you know, I, I think the film sort of comes alive a bit more in sort of the action set pieces. I think that works oh, totally. much better than the sort of dialogue-driven character stuff because that doesn't really yeah. work for me. When it gets to be pure visually, it works a lot better. Yeah, unlike, unlike something such as um, like Wallace and Gromit, for example, which I think, you know, ha- works a lot better because yeah mm-hmm. it has you know the characters and everything you know i think it real that that is an example of stop motion animate or nightmare before christmas for example which is a shorter film it it, it you know it, it, it it's far more compelling with its characters and its yeah design yeah. and everything and it 
it's also a musical, which I have. I don't want to say, wow, is it bias? I like a good musical. Um, sure, yeah. But yeah, I, I think Chicken Run just really, there isn't that much to take from it. It's very much, and there's nothing to read into it either. Like, it's not really mm-hmm. trying to be something more than it is. It, it's very much just like, oh, chickens, they're trapped. They've got to escape. Or they'll be turned into pies. And that's yeah. really all the plot is, as there's nothing beyond that. Yeah, I do think in a lot, one thing about the voice acting that I wanted to touch on as well was that I yep. think that the um, like the voice actors don't match the tone of the script or the tone of the animation. But yeah, yeah, no, to, to animation. I think the voice acting, yeah, just either get voice actors, just get actors either with unique voice because I don't think Mel Gibson's got a particularly unique voice either. He doesn't have like a no particular yeah or get. Or just get like you know, get like people who do voice acting for a living, which is a fucking thing I hate about so many modern animated films. They just get famous mm-hmm. actors. Chris Pratt. They get celebrities. They get Chris Pratt. Yeah. They get Taylor Swift. They get Rihanna. Yeah. They get people who aren't even actors. Like Taylor Swift is not an actor, you know. Or you yeah. get actors who can't do any. Like Chris Pratt is just Chris Pratt. He's he can't do mm-hmm. any. He can't do any other voice. He, and I feel like that's how I felt with Mel Gibson in, in the film. It's like, he's just mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. He's not yeah. doing anything else. And it's like, you know. Yeah, I, I refuse. I think... Sorry. I refuse to believe. There you go. I refuse to believe that any parent, like, cares that a celebrity they recognize is in a kid's movie. Like, exactly. I don't think any parent was, is going to be yeah. like, I would take my kid to this, but Mel Gibson's not in it. So I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, like, unless they're like, they're gonna take really, yeah, unless they are very anti-Semitic and they're like, oh, I want to support Mel Gibson because he got yeah. cancelled or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no. And Mel Gibson's um, not in the new one, right? Yeah, he's been replaced by Zachary Levi, which is also arguably oh. problematic. <laughs> yeah, they, they recast like every character. Like, we'll go through this at the end, but like every sure. character is like, it's a completely brand new cast. Yeah, so weird. I think. Yeah, it's weird. I and it's weird. I mean, that, Mel Gibson, like, I understand. Mel Gibson, I I completely get that. Like, oh, do we really want this guy who said some yeah real bad things? I mean, I know, like, we know he got Oscar nominated for Hacks or Rich, yeah, but he had a like, fake come down. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to. Um, yeah, not sure about that one. Yeah, it's just weird that, like... Because he's not British, and I kind of thought, like... Oh, you'd mm-hmm. cast, like, a British actor to play this part. Because yeah, it's a like British a film. Because all the other characters are voiced by, like, British voice actors. So it's like, well, all yeah. actors. It's like, so why not, why not at least get Mel Gibson to do a British act? Because that would be f- interesting. <laughs> Listening to yeah. Mel Gibson try and do a British accent. Because it's like, you know what? That could be entertaining watching yeah, it because I, I feel like more. he doesn't have much range as an actor he, he just sort of and i don't know i mean this was like this was just before shrek so this wasn't this was before because shrek you know had a lot of like famous celebrities voicing characters you know eddie mm-hmm. murphy mike myers you know cameron yeah Gaze, all that but like that's a film that uses them exceptionally well like yeah definitely like, eddie murphy is BAFTA nominated for Shrek. Like, yes. that's 
which is so weird. Deserve. I mean, he's great in it. He's probably the best bit of the film, but it's so weird yeah. to think that a voice, a vocal performance would be nominated for a BAFTA. I, I just, the humor to me, it wasn't like, I could see, I was like, as I mentioned, I could see like, okay, this is where a joke is meant to be. But it was never like, mm. ha, I was never, I was, it was almost roll, I was rolling my eyes. I'm like, oh, fuck hell. Yeah. Like, that's such a, a poor attempt at humor. Like, I, I guess I mentioned that. I don't, I don't want to be in a pie. I don't like gravy, which for mm. some people find hilarious for some reason. And I genuinely don't understand why. It's like, is it just he, because I don't find... he's speaking in a northern accent, and that's why it's Maybe. funny she's saying something a bit. I don't. Know. It definitely it's... wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't cringing at any of the humor, but I also wasn't like again, wasn't like laughing out loud. I just found it consistently kind of like cute, but. Yeah, I remember. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious if is if like, because when this came out, it was kind of before. I mean, stop motion had been around, but it wasn't in this kind of blockbuster DreamWorks style. I wonder if it was a thing where it was kind of a new thing, the same way Shrek was. Like Shrek's a meme now, but in 2001, <laughs> that kind of humor and that mm. that humor and that kind of like adult look at like an animated film was like such a groundbreaking. The same way like. Deadpool was quote unquote groundbreaking in terms of being a superhero movie with like swearing and stuff, and now it's just obnoxious and cringe. But like, it's interesting just seeing how these things are different when they come out. So I wonder if Chicken Run was a thing where it was like innovative at the time, which sounds stupid now because it's such a bland movie, kind of. But because I, I rewatched Shrek not recently, but like a couple mm. of years ago, and I was rewatching it with the context of all the memes and everything like it and i was watching yeah. it like no this is like a legitimately great film though. like beyond the the, the yeah. memes and everything this is a legitimately great film and i and i think yeah i don't know because again this was Ardman's yeah first foray into feature films they mm-hmm. you know they never done this before so it very much is like so you know and you, and you never with that sort of idea in mind, again, I don't know, but it's because <clears throat> stop and stop motion, you know, wasn't really as big. You know, stop motion had been done, you know, either before Christmas, yeah. James and the Giant Peach, you know, it had been done, but sure. it's not. But it oft it seemed like it was far more for short films, you know, like the Bruce mm-hmm. Gromit shorts and everything like that. It it never seemed like it went beyond that. It was always like it's a short. It's for a short film format purely just because of the time it takes to, yeah. to make this, but yeah. And even mean, Nightmare like, was kind of like more of an artsy, like this is yeah. very much like a, more for children, more like more broadly appealing. And I want like mm. seeing it getting a globe nomination, seeing how much money it made relative to the genre. I wonder if it was kind of a, I don't know, like a spur of the moment sort of hit that nowadays is like, just seems not as innovative as it might have back then because like you see stuff from like Leica or like wes anderson's animation or like pinocchio like, there's so many more or again more adult but anomalisa there's so much more innovative and interesting stop motion that's been released since like this just kind of feels very low tier stop motion in hindsight yeah i mean i feel like i've kind of said my piece on the film i i don't i don't hate it but yeah like, it's just such I don't know if I don't I feel like mediocre is a bit generous. It's just like it is a film that mm-hmm. like exists. Like it's a film 
that I'm that I've seen, I've ticked it off, but I have no desire to go back and watch it again just because it has nothing for me really. You know, even you know, yeah. and I'm not and I'm someone who like and I think the problem really is that I can love the animation in a film, but the script has to be good. Like I was talking mm. to some people recently about the new Spider-Verse, which I've got many problems with. And I look, it's an it's an incredible looking film. I cannot mm-hmm. deny that. But the script faults it like the script has too many faults for me to like truly love it. And and like one of the people I was talking yeah. to was like, it can have the plot of like a Paw Patrol movie and it's still an eight out of ten because of the animation. And I think that's bit superficial because i'm like yeah anim- that's one element the animation is like one element of the film you know it's yeah. a big part but it is one element and i would argue the script is the most important part of any film arguably and i sure. think if the script doesn't work for me then it doesn't matter how great the film looks how well it's shot or anything like that mm. it's going to be i'm not gonna love it because if yeah like the script has to work before yeah. anything else really works yeah, and it applies to live action too. Like, Gravity is a beautiful movie film, me, like visually good enough for me. I don't care about anything that happens. I'm like, oh, like I'm like, oh, it's a bit dark. They're gonna get turned into fires, and I like that. But it never really feels like it expands upon that idea. It never mm-hmm. feels like there's a. It almost feels like there's a lot of opportunity for great stuff in it, and the film mm-hmm. never goes beyond the like basic yeah elements of that which is a problem like you 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 know uh you know and i feel like you know like the the sean the sheep movie for example it's a really great film but it'll but that's an example i feel like of the film of that film going too far in the other direction it's trying to do too much with its film Mm -hmm. i feel like there's a and i think curse of the werewolf is a perfect like the midpoint like it's got everything yeah it's exact it's perfect film do- is it like goes as far as it can without like stretching but yeah much, like check yeah, on, on the other one other end and then you've got curse the wherever in the middle which really mm-hmm. just yeah is the perfect blend of the two arguably you know it goes exactly as far as it can with its concept um yeah yeah chicken run it's 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 fine I, I give it a five out of ten. Mm. Yeah, I def I think I'd probably give it like around a six or a six or maybe maybe a seven if I'm feeling really generous. Um <laughs> I think I had it as an eight beforehand, like when I watched it a couple years ago. But mm. I definitely feel like I may have just been kind of too generous towards the like quality of the animation, just kind of the overall like charm of it. Um Yeah. Because yeah. Watching it this time, I was much more annoyed by the simplicity of the story, which mm-hmm. you, I wouldn't mind if it was, if it wasn't so heavy on like the story and caring about the characters because I really just didn't. And yeah, yeah, the animation was amazing, and some of the humor was keeping me along and entertained. But that's kind of about the best I can give it. Uh, I do. Think it feels like a just a worse Fantastic Mr. Fox, like even the whole like. <laughs> escaping the mm-hmm. humans and i like i think george clooney's voice is so much better for animation than mel gibson's is mm-hmm. i didn't um, that actually because i haven't seen it yeah i rewatched it earlier like, it's just amazing yeah just quickly before we 
touch on the sequel, yeah. Simplicity is never a thing that bothers me necessarily. It's just like how you execute that simplicity that matters. And if the film... Mm. I'm fine with films being simple. I mean, I I like Marvel movies for fuck's sake. You know, I'm fine with (laughs) simplistic stories. Yeah, and, and we're tying this into the release of Trick and Run Dawn of the Nugget, which has which has premiered. People have seen it. It premiered at the BFI London Film Festival. Um, I also feel um, it's yeah, it got seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a bit lower. And like it's a much lower um, score. Um, and it says so. The the sort of consensus the website's this chicken run dawn of the nugget offers more of the easy laughs and eye-catching animation that fans of the original enjoyed although there's a general feeling of diminishing returns so that doesn't sound like i'm gonna love this film that much then because yeah that's I not a promising really funny like the animation so it's just the worst seen, version yeah um but yeah i'm looking at the castles because they recast like every character for some reason, mm-hmm. I understand why you'd want to recast Mel Gibson because Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um. So you've got yeah Zachary Levi now is Rocky, which is you know, I mean, arguably better, but also arguably mm-hmm. worse maybe depending on who you ask. Yeah, Bella Ramsey from The Last of Us is in it. Oh, interesting. Um, Ramesh Ranganathan, who's a British comedian, I'm a big fan of. You've got David Bradley. Mm-hmm. Imelda Staunton, who was in the first film, is coming back. The only one. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Muhammad, Peter Serafinowicz. Like, it's, it's, you know, lots lots of actors that I'm familiar with and, and do like, generally, but I don't know mm-hmm. why they recast them. Because I've, it feels like... I don't know why... I, I don't see a need to... Yeah, okay. I wonder Maybe it's just like a COVID like, thing? Yeah, I, yeah, possibly. Um, actually, I want to see when they started making this. So, the sequel was reported in 2018. Um, mm-hmm. The film eventually officially began pre-production 2019. Okay, well, that definitely did not help. Um, so, Mel Gibson was <laughs> not time. asked to return. Again, makes a ton of sense that they didn't want to ask him back. Uh, in July 2020, Julia Swala... I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, revealed Armin's intention to recast her role, saying her voice now sounded too old. The decision was met with widespread criticism, with some finding the decision ageist. <laughs> Which is... Um, Pretty much is. It kind of is. I don't think it would have mattered. Honestly, I yeah. don't see the problem. It, I honestly think like that's, that's a weird reason to cut, recast a role, because it's like, who cares? Mm. It's been, yeah. I feel like we can have a little bit of time pass. Um, yeah. And yeah. principal photography began in early 2021. That is a weird reason to recast someone, honestly. I feel like that's such a, a I feel like that's such a non-issue. Um, yeah, but I think people will be more happy that like, oh, they got the whole cast back together than like, wow, they all sound old because they're 20 years later. Like, obviously, yeah. they're going to sound a bit older. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to, that's so weird. That's such a weird reason to recast yeah, like they sounded older in the new Incredibles. The Incredibles too, yeah. they sound older, but like it's you don't want them to recast the characters. But it yeah, is. But I'm glad they didn't recast anybody. No, except for the well, they had to recast the kid because he'd grown up. For the oh yeah, 
Uh, let's see. I'm also doing some reading. This is an interview from the director saying why Gibson is not returning. It was a fabulous choice for Rocky hmm. when he was when he was the Playboy Rooster. He was a movie star, and Rocky was a movie star. It was perfect. But now Rocky's more vulnerable. He's a first-time father. It's more Ginger's movie, so his role is different. I'd argue Ginger's more of the protagonist in the first film, anyway. To be honest, I think she's, yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, Seems he's like the one who the character up, but I feel like we focus more on her character. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I also feel like they definitely were like, okay, we can't have him back anyway because of the yeah. whole anti-Semitism thing. Um, yeah, among others. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's... Yeah, one... Ex- they're like, that's an excuse, but yeah. Um, and I'm just mm-hmm. looking at this director, what else he's made. So he, he directed Flushed Away, um, The Tale of Despero, and Paranorman are his sort of previous directorial credit um i've only seen paranorman of that list and i'm and i don't mind it it's like perfectly Mm -hmm. serviceable it's a great looking movie but yeah as a it's kind of similar to chicken run yeah but as a piece of writing it's it's a film that like the animation is yeah it's um yeah, it's a, it's a, again, it's, it's another example of like a beautifully animated film with such a mediocre, with like such a mediocre script. I was like, oh, why yeah. did you spend your time on this when it's not that <laughs> worth it? But yeah. yeah, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget comes out incredibly soon. Like, I mean, we're recording this yeah, about next week, right? a week and a half before it's meant to come out. 15th, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where it is. And, for me. Yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, I'll watch it. It's on. It's on the list. Mm. I'll, I'll check it out. And um, yeah, but I mean, I just want just want to see the new Wallace and Gromit film that they're making. Yeah. Is yeah. They, is that going to be their last movie? Um. Well, yeah. So the thing is, they. Uh, I don't know for you listening. You may or may not have heard. Ardman apparently is running out of clay, and they only have enough to finish. Um, the new Wallace and Gromit film, but they, from what I read, they were able to find a new source from a okay. um, a different company because the company they got clay from like a shutdown or whatever, so they had to get yeah. clay. So Ardman is not done. They they will still keep making okay. films. They just that's great. Have a new place they're getting clay from, but they've got enough currently to finish the new Wallace and Gromit. Um, okay, awesome. And I think they've already got another film announced anyway. So like they're not. But yeah, I, I was done. yeah. I initially read them like, oh, is Ardman like as a company like they don't have clay? It's like what? Yeah, they do? that's all they got. But you know, and 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 Ardman like a lot of people really like Ardman, mm-hmm. like as a as a studio. Um, and I mean, I think they could, but yeah, I'm not blown away. But honestly, I'd probably say, no, I, I do like you know the Shaun the Sheep movie, and I do like. Curse of the Were Rabbit, but it's not like yeah, the Yeah, I best. love the Wallace and Gromit short. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much it, unless there's anything you wanted to mm-hmm. say <clears throat> before I wrap this up. No, nothing personally, but uh, thank you for having me. It was great to talk about such a great movie. <laughs> uh, yep, and you're welcome back if you ever want to come on and do another episode in the future, if, if you yeah. so... Pl- choose 
Uh, so thank you all for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, go back, listen to last week's episode that I did looking at the favorite and Yorgos Lanthimos' other films. Some, some good bits in there. Some good bits that I had to edit out, unfortunately, because they're in no way they were in no way related. Um, but yeah, go go listen to those. Next episode gonna be the Christmas special. And we're doing a covering a Christmas film, and then after that, it's the first half of the review of the year. Which and so I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to finally recording that, and you can hear thoughts about some of the new releases that I was tying episodes into in that episode. So I hope you've all enjoyed listening to this one. Uh, yeah, check out all the other episodes. There's there's lots, so there's got to be something for everyone. And uh, yeah. Thank you so very much for listening, and I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye.